Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Buster Boom Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm joined with my good friend today, Danny Podolsky. Danny, say what's up. What's up? So happy to be on the first episode. Let's get started. Yeah, for sure. So before we start, make sure to follow at Buster Boom Podcast on Instagram. That's where we post updates on new content coming out from this podcast, as well as me at Josh Libby 5 on Twitter. You can also follow Danny Podolsky, my guest, at Podolsky Danny on Twitter, and his personal podcast at 3ND Philly Podcast. Danny and I both write for Overtime Heroics, so make sure to check that out. And let's get right into this. So the first podcast, we decided we're going to talk about our number one sleep sleeper player for the 2020 fantasy football season. I'm going to let Danny start off. Let's hear what what you have to think about your sleeper player. Yeah, so someone who I've always shouted out. People who follow me know I love this guy. It's Will Fuller, the fifth of the Houston Texans. Every year this guy is so productive when he's healthy. He just has to stay on the field. DeAndre Hopkins is now in Arizona. I totally see him, if he can stay on the field, being a top five to top ten receiver. I know that's a bold statement, but he's so productive. He just has to stay healthy. He's currently being projected as a sixth and seventh round pick. I think he brings up to second and third round value. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more about Will Fuller as an overall player. There's definitely no lack of talent there. Injuries do get in the way. And with DeAndre Hopkins off the team, I think that that's going to be big for them. But what do you think about the addition of Brandon Cooks? I don't think much of it. He, if we're talking about injuries, I mean, Brandon Cooks is also always injured. And Brandon Cooks is always injured with concussions. I think he's probably a few away from being out of the NFL. And honestly, I mean, you look at Brandon Cooks, since he, he hasn't been the same since he left New England. He's gone – his numbers have gone down each of the last – or sorry, his numbers went down big time last year. So I think Will Fuller V is going to be the clear number one option. And, I mean, Will Fuller was still – Will Fuller was the second to DeAndre Hopkins and was still very productive. So I think Cooks can be a solid second, but Will Fuller is the number one guy on that team. Yeah, and you think that the sixth or seventh round value, is that where you're picking him? Could he be going earlier? I I mean, that's where he's being picked. I think he's going to bring second to third round value. But I'd say take this if he's around in the sixth round, don't even think twice, immediately take Will Fuller if he's still there. And I'm Definitely. talking about like tw- – I'm talking about like 10, 10 to 12-person leagues. That's obviously depend on how many people are in your league. If it's an eight-person league, maybe eighth round, you wait. Definitely noted, and I think bringing Will Fuller on your roster is going to be a big move one way or another if he's drafted or you're picking up from free agency. But, I mean, it, it all comes back to can he stay healthy? Because even when he wasn't the wide receiver one, he wasn't healthy for the majority of the games. And you brought that up but- too, but I think that's important. Yeah, but, you know, any player can go down any time. That's the same with every single flex player. I mean, we saw it three, four years ago. David Johnson was the clear-cut number one overall pick week one out for the year. At that point in his career, hadn't had any injuries. He's now one of the most injury-prone guys in the league. So injuries can happen to anyone. I So you're, no matter what, you're going to be banking on the guy to stay healthy. So I think Will Fuller is worth that risk. So I'm going to stay at the wide receiver position for my player. I'm going to go to the Carolina Panthers and Robbie Anderson. Past two seasons with the Jets under Sam Darnold, 
it's pretty much the same thing. What what you can expect the past two years from him was 50 catches, 250 yards, and five touchdowns. Nothing more, nothing less. And that's getting him the 10 points per game, which you might want to see in a flex if you're really in a bind that week and you need points. I would, Last year, I'd feel comfortable putting Robbie Anderson in a, at my flex position with a good matchup if other players were down. But now I think there's a lot of value to be said in someone that you don't need to give up any value to acquire on your team. So, so go ahead, Danny. Yeah, so what I'll say about Robbie Anderson is I don't, I don't know if I love his – I don't know if I love Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback because Sam Darnold, I think Teddy Bridgewater is the better quarterback than Sam Darnold is. But Sam Darnold throws a good deep ball. And I think Robbie Anderson was a beneficiary of that many times. I don't know if I feel the same way about Teddy Bridgewater. But it's also with with the Jets last year, Robbie Anderson is kind of the only productive receiver. He's not going to the Panthers. They have guys like DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. I understand he'll be probably the number one option, but I think he's currently projected to be around a 10th round pick. I think that's I think that's about his value, so I wouldn't yeah. call him a sleeper pick. I'd say he's a he's where he is right now is is where he should he's gonna end up. Yeah, and I only say sleeper just because if you're spending a tenth round pick close to nothing on this guy, I wouldn't even be shocked if he shows up as a mid waiver guy. Getting Robbie Anderson on your team could there's a lot more potential in getting him. So why not put him on your roster if Curtis Samuel goes down or even Robbie Anderson could emerge above above DJ Moore at the number one role if that's Teddy Bridgewater's go-to. Because we haven't seen him play with McCaffrey yet. And this is a strong overall receiving core. For sure, for sure. Much, much improved from last year too. And I think the Panthers will probably be much improved going from Kyle Allen, who's kind of a backup thrown in there to Teddy Bridgewater who finally gained a full-time full-time spot so that they'll be very excited to watch this year definitely will come down to Teddy Bridgewater and even Christian McCaffrey people can have a lot of confidence with Christian McCaffrey going into this season being the obvious number one running back if not number one player but if Teddy Bridgewater can't perform enough then McCaffrey's value could fall as well I mean, here's the thing. I feel like if healthy, McCaffrey's value only goes up that much more. We saw it with Teddy Bridgewater last year. Alvin Kamara's best weeks were when Teddy Bridgewater's under center and not Drew Brees. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater likes to do, throw a lot of dump-off passes. So I, I honestly think, especially PPR, Christian McCaffrey's value should only continue to rise. I hope that's the case as well because that would certainly reflect on Robbie Anderson really getting the value out of being I, a 10th-round pick. I do also have the first pick in my draft this year for the first time ever, so I am banking on that. Maybe that's wishful thinking, but honestly, I think Christian McCaffrey is the clear-cut number one overall pick and should should only continue to improve on last year. Yeah, I mean, you look at the numbers, it's hard just not to take this guy. He's going to be productive one way or another, but we'll see if Teddy Bridgewater can add to that production this year. So... Another sleeper guy who I want to talk about quickly is from the Buffalo Bills, and that's Devin Singletary. I mean, Frank Gork sort of didn't – he lost carries as the season went on, but I think Devin Singletary now projects to be the three-down back. They have that rookie there, but I really think 
Devin Singletary, if healthy, can be in the top 10 to 15 receivers. You can get him as a nice flex option. Um, I think he, he can easily be a solid wide receiver. Not wide receiver, running back too. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I don't have enough good things to say about the Bills' offense, especially with Josh Allen under center. I think there's a lot of potential there. And just Josh Allen alone being able to take a step this year, I think the whole offense will take a step. And Devin Singletary should be a prime point in this offense. I mean, he can run the ball. I'm pretty sure he was a good pass catcher. And Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think he's also a player you could target and maybe not on the verge of sleeper because this guy's shown that he can be an NFL running back at least for one season and now with a bigger role, maybe that will yeah, add so, to more points. And I should add, when I say sleeper, I'm talking about a guy who's being projected as, you know, a tenth round pick. I think probably bringing the value of a fifth or so round pick. Yeah. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about like the fourth string receiver on the Tennessee Titans, who's going to somehow have a breakout year and be a top 20 receiver. I'm talking about for where this guy's being projected, I think Devin Singletary should have a much more productive year. Yeah, the, that term sleeper is it, – it definitely needs like a solid definition, but I would agree with you and how I say it. If you're going to get a little bit more value out of someone you took in a later round, then you can call that guy a sleeper no matter how his performance. For sure. But – I mean, both good options, Robbie Anderson, Will Fuller, really pumped to see them play. Hopefully they do play. But I think that's going to wrap up the first episode of the Buster Boom podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Danny, for joining me. And hope to be back soon with our second episode.